Welcome to this episode of the We Travel There podcast. We're in San Antonio, Texas today with my new friend, Jessica Cern of, of MicrolyAdventures.com. Jessica was born and raised in the San Antonio and didn't fully appreciate everything the city has to offer until she moved out of the city and started to miss the little things that she took for granted. In this episode, you'll hear three key stories and more about San Antonio, Texas. Jessica tells us all about the fiesta and how it's the biggest party in Texas. Then we'll explore the river walk to do yoga in the morning and search for a speakeasy in the evening. And finally, we'll discover a bakery that creates three-pound cinnamon rolls that are incredibly delicious. The show notes will be available at wetravelthere.com forward slash San Antonio. Before we get started, I'd love it if you would give my show a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback improves the interviews and helps new listeners find the show. Now let's get started. This episode is sponsored in part by the Dosh Cashback app. You know how much I love using miles and points when I travel, but using rewards isn't always an option due to blackout dates or when the whole hotel requires just way too many points for our stay. That's why I've been loving Dosh's new hotel booking functionality. Their rates are extremely competitive, and there are over 600,000 hotels to choose from around the world. Best of all, you can earn up to 20% cash back per night. That's cold hard cash in your pocket that you can use for anything. With all the travel I do, I've quickly earned a significant amount of money which I'm using to pay down our mortgage and save for our future. Go to wetravelthere.com forward slash Dosh to download the Dosh Cashback app today and start booking your hotels. Plus, you can get cash back at thousands of merchants that they partner with. Use the promo code TIMMY for a little something extra when you open up your free account. Hey, Jessica, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be part of this. Today we're talking about San Antonio. Everybody knows San Antonio as the place of the Alamo, but there's so much more to see and to do when you visit. Well, I want to understand before we get into that is what brought you to the city? I'm originally from San Antonio. And honestly, when I lived there, I thought there was absolutely nothing to do. It was not exciting to me. I couldn't understand why people went to visit. And then I moved out. I hadn't really visited for a couple of years and I came back and I was like, I want to do things from a tourist perspective but I've done all the touristy things. So how can I do it and make it more interesting, more exciting? So I revisited the places that I had grown up going to on field trips and put a fresh spin on it. And ever since then, I've just kept going back and found something new every time. Yeah, that's really cool. Because I think that's one of the things that a lot of people forget to do is that whatever city they live in, there's probably a lot to see and to do there, but you just kind of take it for granted a little bit because they're actually from that city. Exactly, yes. (laughs) Now that you've taken a different view of the city, How would you describe it in like one or two words, either the city or the people? I have to say just the people are so welcoming. People are so friendly when we come up and they want to share the city and sometimes their experiences. It's always a good time. Right on. That's cool. Okay. So when people are coming to visit San Antonio, the weather is going to be different throughout the different times of the year. So what's the best time of the year to visit and what's the weather like throughout the year? I mean, there really isn't a bad time to visit. I keep going back at different times. If you cannot stand the heat, I mean, Texas is hot. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't always recommend going there unless you're going to spend the whole time at one of the beautiful resorts that they have there and staying in the water. Other than that, I think spring and fall are amazing just because the weather is so beautiful. Spring is when Fiesta is, which is the biggest party in Texas. I can't wait to share about it. But even during the wintertime and Christmas, the Riverwalk is lit up with lights. It's just absolutely beautiful. I was actually in San Antonio a couple of years ago, and the Riverwalk is absolutely amazing. We'll definitely talk about that in a couple of minutes. When people are thinking of coming to San Antonio, there's an airport there that's nearby. Can you tell us a little bit about the airport? 
Yeah, the San Antonio International Airport. I think it's just about the only one that is there. It is the major one, but it's really easy to get in and out. I've flown through it multiple times. Okay, so say we're flying in. Do we need a rental car or it is a public transportation? What's the best way to get around? I would always say a car is great because there's so much to do in San Antonio, as well as like the little outlying cities. But if you're staying at the Riverwalk, you don't need a car. There's so much to do right there. They actually have a river taxi system. So you can get to a lot of the museums and a lot of the places that you want to visit by river. And honestly, the public transportation there is great as well. We've gone through multiple places through the bus system. Oh, that's good. That's good to know. Anytime we can save a little bit of money and not have to rent a car every day, that'd be very nice. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I have a story of accidentally biking a little too far and those buses came to save me. (laughs) I can only imagine. Uh, One thing, if we are going to rent a car, what's the parking situation like in the city? Is it easy to park? Is it cost a lot of money? How does that work? For a major city, honestly, it's not that bad. Out of all the major cities I've been, I have to say San Antonio is probably one of the easiest. There's still going to be parking garages, but they're pretty well priced. If you're going outside of downtown, there's a lot of free parking. And again, if you have that car, you can go to some of the small cities right around, right outside of San Antonio. And of course, usually when you get into the small towns, the parking is free. Let's talk about now that we're in town, What are some of the things to do? Like we talked about the Alamo a little bit. Can you tell us a little bit about the Alamo? The Alamo is actually one of the five missions that are in San Antonio. So I definitely recommend visiting all of them. And this one's right along the river walk. It's just a short walk right from where your hotel probably is. And it is where the famous battle of the Alamo was fought. And so you can actually go in and tour. They have all different memorabilia from the battle as well as history. And so it's a great place to visit. When you go visit the Alamo, right around it, there's a lot of other shops and other things to do. So maybe you can grab some lunch and uh, check out some of the other attractions nearby as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I know a popular spot is the Ripley's Museum as well and the El Mercado, which is a bunch of vibrant shops where you can buy different Mexican goods, different blouses, things to take home. It's always fun to walk through that. The El Mercado is focused on like Mexican textiles and foods. Is there a big Mexican influence in San Antonio? Oh, yes, there definitely is. It's a great place, honestly, to practice your Spanish if you want to learn a lot of good Mexican food. Fiesta is one of the biggest parties around that Mexican culture. When you're walking through El Mercado and seeing the different colorful buildings, I'd say it's like a little piece of Mexico in Texas. Well, that's really cool. Now that we moved here to Nashville, my wife is always wanting some authentic Mexican food and it's a little lacking here in Nashville. So when we we travel to places like Texas and California, we always make sure we get some of that great Mexican food. Oh yeah. The Mexican food here is so good. San Antonio is interesting because it does have a lot of third and fourth generation Mexicans, including myself. I would say Tex-Mex, but it's not even fully Tex-Mex. It's like a growing Texas and Mexico. I don't know how to describe it, but it is very (laughs) unique because I would say it's not quite like Mexico, but it's not quite Tex-Mex either. Okay. So you got a good blend going on anyways. You've mentioned the Fiesta a couple of times. Can you tell us a little bit about what that is and what time of the year it happens? Fiesta happens in April and I believe it is one of the biggest parties in Texas. It's definitely the biggest party in San Antonio. It goes for 10 days. There are parades, there are different festivals. It's so much fun to go. It has so much going on. There's a lot of Mexican culture throughout it. You have to go to the Battle of the Flowers Parade, which I honestly think is probably one of the biggest parades in the U.S. So what is the Battle of the Flowers Parade? Is it kind of like the Rose Parade that happens in California? 
So the Battle of the Flowers was created over 100 years ago to honor the Battle of the Alamo and the Battle of San Jacinto. But since then, it really has just taken off as a full memory and honor of Mexican culture. And it's a huge philanthropy event. Okay. And so there's a lot of fundraisers. There's a lot of people who benefit from this as well. And it's fun fact, it's run by all women. So I always think that's exciting to hear. Absolutely. And it's great. You can have an event where you can have a lot of fun, but also raises money for people that maybe aren't as well off as we are. Yes. And there's so many different events that happen. And it's funny because it's in Mexican culture, but they actually even have a German festival going on during Fiesta. And if you have never heard a polka band play mariachi music, I think this might be the only place to experience that. It's pretty unique. I'm struggling to (laughs) comprehend that in my mind right now. (laughs) I'm sure it's really cool and and a lot of fun. Oh yeah, it's a good time. (laughs) So you've mentioned also that there are some other attractions or other cities that are outside of that city center that we should look at and we should consider visiting. I always say, you know, the big cities are wonderful, but it's the small cities that you don't have to deal with the crowds and there's so much unique culture. Castroville is just west of San Antonio and it's actually a French Alsatian town. A French what? A French Alsatian town. So the people from Alsace came a couple centuries back and settled in Castroville. And so they even have this old French home that you can view and they have a lot of historic homes. You can eat some Alsatian food there. They have beautiful poppies blooming in the spring. It's really unique. And I don't think I've seen anything like that. And I definitely would not expect to see a bit of France in Texas. Yeah. Uh, French and, and Texas uh, are usually in the same sentence, I, <laughs> I would say. That's probably the nicest way to say it. But <laughs> that's really cool though. Yeah. And then in New Braunfels, that one's also really close to San Antonio. That's a huge German town. So you can eat German food. They have different restaurants where they'll say like, you can eat at a house, but it's H-A-U-S or stay in one of their homes. But again, house H-A-U-S. So more of the German flavor. They have a huge Oktoberfest. They have Schlitterbahn, which is one of the biggest water parks in the U.S. So much fun. And it's, it's got that small town charm, but there's so much to do. So many adventure activities. Plus that German culture really makes it extra fun. I think it's really cool to be able to bounce around between those different cities, between San Antonio, getting obviously all the great Mexican food, and then going to Castroville, getting the, the French and Alsatian, and then going to New Brunswick and getting the German. It's almost like your own little United Nations right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Travel a little bit around the world, right in the San Antonio area. <laughs> that sounds cool. And so, yeah, instead of flying across the Atlantic Ocean, you can just hop over to Texas and visit San Antonio and, and knock it all out all at once. Oh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> So what are some of the other attractions we should consider when we come to visit San Antonio? I think we need to talk a little bit more about the Riverwalk. Okay. There really is so much to do. I personally went for a weekend and just visited the Riverwalk. You have to ride one of the cruise boats where they talk about the history. But if you want like a fun spin, if you've already done that, they have really unique cruises where you can either have a dinner on the boat or we did yoga. They have fitness classes, which I think is a great way to see the river and have a good time and get a workout in at the same time. For people that aren't really familiar with the Riverwalk, it's literally a river that goes right through kind of a downtown area. Probably the best way to describe it is almost like the Lord of the Rings. Like when I walked through, it reminded me of like all the hobbits in that area where you just have like all these buildings and shops and restaurants carved into the side uh, there of the stream. But I can only imagine working out there in the middle and I don't know, maybe I'm a little uh, (laughs) self-conscious, but 
I'm sure a lot of people will be like looking at you as you're floating on by doing your yoga poses. <laughs> we made sure to go in the morning, so <laughs> it does help with the crowds. One thing I that I remember from going onto the Riverwalk is you'll find a pretty good mixture of local businesses as well as some like the name brand restaurants and retailers. But the good thing is it's not like over commercialized where you get all the neon and all the craziness that you might get in some cities. It's very muted and respectful and it kind of blends into the scenery. Yes, I love that so much about it. And another great thing is there are a lot of local artists who are selling their goods there. And so you can get some really great pieces if you're an art collector or if you want to have some of that culture to take home with you. You're going to have a lot of different varieties of food that are there. And there's obviously the option where you can go inside and sit inside the restaurants. But I think a lot of them have like outdoor areas where you can sit and you can just people watch and maybe watch the people floating by doing yoga. Oh, yeah. <laughs> As you're stuffing your face and you'd be like, maybe I should have uh, gone on that yoga cruise. <laughs> Absolutely. You're all waiter, another margarita. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> so um, speaking of food, obviously the Mexican food is really kind of ingrained in the culture there. Are there any other types of food that are kind of unique to the San Antonio area or what are some of the, your favorite restaurants? Well, because we are in Texas, I will say that everything is bigger in Texas. And so there's actually a place called Lulu's Bakery, and they have three-pound cinnamon rolls. They're huge. They're delicious. Yes, they're big, but they actually have a lot of flavor. So I always go down, pick one up, and share with the family after. They're very good. and something you have to try. After yoga or after you wake up? You know, that's up to you. <laughs> you want to do it after yoga, you you can feel better about eating it. Maybe you can eat the whole thing. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I went to Gatlinburg and I thought their cinnamon rolls were pretty big, but three pounds, I can only imagine. My God, that thing must be monstrous. Oh yeah, it's so good. Right on. So, okay, so we got some good breakfast uh, with the cinnamon rolls from Lulu's Bakery. What are some of the other places we should definitely make sure we visit? I really enjoyed Cured. They were a James Beard Culinary Award finalist, so you know the food's going to be good there. And they have so many different items. We had some duck, lamb, beef charcuterie boards, quail wings. They have these famous ice cream sandwiches that they regularly rotate out. The food is phenomenal there. Ooh, ice cream sandwiches. <laughs> Craft ice cream sandwiches, too. <laughs> nice. So we got Lulu's and Cured. What else do we have? You know, I personally think you have to visit the farmer's market and just eat around there. I've been to just about every city's farmer's market in Texas, and I think San Antonio has the biggest one. They have so many different vendors. You can get different foods. you got to try elote while you're here, which is a Mexican street corn and some horchata, which is a rice milk cinnamon drink. Think of it like a sweet cinnamon milk. There's just so much. So you can try a little bit of everything at the historic Pearl Farmer Market. Nice. And so is the farmer market close to where the river walk is or is it a different part of the city? It's really close by. You could take a lift or you could probably use the river taxi. So it is pretty easy to get to. Okay, cool. So we got Lulu's, Cured, Farmer's Market. Where else would you go? Like say if you want to go out for like a late night drink with some of your girlfriends. Ooh, so I think what's really cool is they actually have a speakeasy right along the river walk. It's called Esquire Tavern. And if you walk in there, and you look to your left, there's a small sign that kind of looks like it could lead somewhere. I'm going to make you have to look for it a little bit yourself. I can't give away all of the details for this speakeasy, but their drinks are phenomenal. They had one called The Batman, which was really fun. The bartenders are just so great. I asked them to make me something with tequila and just give them a couple of my things that I like, and they made the perfect cocktail. 
Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, I, I'm, I normally drink like local beers whenever I'm traveling, but it's also cool to just say, hey, bartender, here's a couple of things I like and it make me something unique and special. And that's part of that whole thing of just going out and exploring and, and trying something new when you're visiting a different town. Yes. <laughs> I know you have a family as well. And so when you're with the family, obviously the river walk is something that I think would be good for everybody of all ages. Are there any other things that are in San Antonio that really should visit when you have a family? Yeah, you know, there is the Fiesta Texas, which is a big amusement park. A lot of kids like to go there. Close to the Riverwalk, but just a little bit further, is Hemisphere Park, and they have some of the best playground areas. I felt like a big kid going there, honestly. And they have a bunch of interactive sites for kids to be around. I grew up going there all the time. I think us adults, we probably need to kind of go out there and explore a little bit more and, and act like a kid sometimes. And so going to those type of parks really kind of helps bring out that inner child. Right. Yes. And their their kids museum is a lot of fun. The Japanese tea gardens, I think the kids would really enjoy. They're beautiful there. What is the Japanese tea garden? Well, it actually has a lot of history. So I hope that the people who are listening will go and look it up because it has a history of actually being called the Chinese tea gardens but it technically is the Japanese tea gardens. What happened was just this Japanese artist and veteran came together to live on these gardens and create this beautiful space before they passed it on to the city who now owns it. It's covered in different flowers, the Japanese garden part of it, and the architecture, all of it's really stunning, and it is free. That sounds beautiful. Jessica, thank you for being on the show. Really appreciate all the tips and tricks for when we come to visit San Antonio, but now it's time for the final countdown. So... If a traveler only had time for one meal when they come to visit San Antonio, where should they go and what should they eat? They should go to Mi Tierra because the Mexican food is phenomenal there and they should get ribs. Okay, when you think of Mexican food, the ribs isn't normally something you think of, but uh, is there like a special twist that they do on them? Yes, they are their own special twist and they are beef ribs, so they're different. <laughs> cool, yeah, I'm, I'm all about that, so that sounds good to me. You kind of lived in and out of San Antonio for pretty much all your life. What's one of your most memorable stories of living in San Antonio? Well, fun fact, growing up in San Antonio, I worked at SeaWorld as a costume character. So growing up, I was in Shamu costumes and dolphin costumes and all of those. Well, that's really cool. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Is the SeaWorld still operational there? It is, yes. They have a beautiful water park and a lot to do there. That sounds like a lot of fun. And uh, definitely, like we talked about, a good place to take the kids. And hopefully, when it's kind of hot, getting away from yeah. some of that heat. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's very nice. So when we're in San Antonio, speaking of the heat, want to get something to drink? Where's the happiest happy hour in town? I have to go back to Esquire Tavern, that speakeasy that's there. It's a really great place, a great atmosphere. And uh, if you want the happy hour, then just make sure that you actually find the sign, right? Right. (laughs) Look around. It's not too hard, but I got to make you work for it a little bit. Exactly. One thing that I always like to do whenever I visit a town is try out the local pizza. Where's the best place for pepperoni pizza in San Antonio? Make sure you save room when you go because it is huge. But Big Loose Pizza serves up a ginormous pepperoni pizza that you can share with at least 10 people. Oh, wow. (laughs) <laughs> got, to, got to bring the whole posse with me, you know, to go get that big pizza. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, eat it over several days. It's good pizza. There we go. Yeah. Nothing like some cold pizza in the morning after a night of exploring. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of exploring, I know you travel a lot just like I do. What's one of your best travel tips? I think that when people, they visit all these big cities and 
I think it's so important that you get out of the big city and at least spend a day or two in some of the smaller towns because they have their own culture, there's something unique and you get to discover something that maybe other people haven't gotten to discover as much. So imagine going back to your friends in Chicago or wherever you live and saying, hey, I visited France in Texas. Yeah. Things like that. <laughs> no, absolutely. Yeah, I think some of these big cities, obviously, they get all the marketing dollars and all the attention, but you got to give some love to the smaller cities. And generally, you're going to find as nice as the people may be in San Antonio, sometimes in the smaller cities, you're going to find even more welcoming, even more friendly people. Yes, absolutely. They were so kind when we went to visit. So Jessica, you and I, we, we've known each other for a little while now, but the listeners may not know who you are. So can you tell us a little about who you are and where people can connect with you on the internet? Yeah. So my name's Jessica, but I go by My Curly Adventures. And really it all started just because I wanted to show how people could live a travel lifestyle with a nine to five. So I started finding weekend getaways from my now hometown of Dallas. And I just share really fun big cities, but also those hidden gems and they can find all the best Texas vacations, plus some other weekend flights over at My Curly Adventures or on Instagram at My Curly Adventures or Facebook at My Curly Adventures. Oh, perfect. So nice and easy to remember. Yeah. <laughs> that way people can always connect with you. It's been a pleasure. And next time I come visit San Antonio, I'm going to have to check out all these places. Oh, yeah. I hope you get to come back soon, especially for Fiesta. <laughs> I had the pleasure of visiting San Antonio during Tim Duncan's final season as a San Antonio Spur. We explored the Alamo and the Riverwalk, but missed out on so much more that the city has to offer. I can honestly say that the Riverwalk is an adventure all on its own and should not be missed. With Jessica's insights, I now know just how much more there is to do in San Antonio. Big thanks to Jessica for coming onto the show and sharing her city. Send me a tweet at We Travel There to share your favorite thing about San Antonio, Texas. All the links we talked about today can be found at wetravelthere.com forward slash San Antonio. And you can join us in the We Travel There podcast community on Facebook to ask us questions about any of your upcoming vacations. Join us next time as we visit the Queen City, otherwise known as Charlotte, North Carolina. Our guest is Sean Cosner of Third Rock Events, and he tells us where to find the best sunset views of Charlotte, why you shouldn't miss the Wine Fest in October, and the reason why Charlotte doesn't have happy hour specials. Be able to join us when we travel there. If you've enjoyed this podcast episode, Please share it with your friends and tell them what you like most. Make sure you subscribe so that we don't miss any of our coming destinations.